Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Clotho. You can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. And tonight I'm joined with Chicky. Hey, I am Chicky. I'm at the Chikrin on Twitter. Eon. Hey, this is Eon. I'm Eon Blue Negative on Tumblr. And Devin. Uh, this is Devin GD Harpo on Twitter. Okay, so we're going to jump right in. Um, this episode was the result of a listener's choice <laughs> poll on Twitter. And you voted to torture us, so we'll be discussing the prologue of A Dance with Dragons. Um, As always, there's spoiler warnings for A Song of Ice and Fire, the show Game of Thrones, um, and and, and as well as warnings for any potential discussions of violence and rape. And this chapter pretty much covers it all, so anything that's like can be a trigger will be a trigger in this chapter, so it's a a doozy. Okay, we start with Veramir, who has warged into the body of one of his wolves. His pack is hunting the Free Folk, who are on the run after the battle beneath the wall. We learn exactly what is considered a no-no in the war community. Um, uh, multiple abominations. Uh, the big three are eating human flesh, mating with an animal, and if you take the body of another human while warging. Um, so he runs down his own personal list of dirty deeds, which includes murdering and eating the heart of Hagen, the warg who raised him from the time he was a child. Um, he returns to his fatally wounded human body after the hunt, and he still feels like he's burning, which, you know, he sort of gives us an indication that basically he stole an eagle from, this is a little convoluted, but he stole the eagle from Orel. Orel had already warged into the eagle after he died, so he kind of like I guess fought with him and took over the eagle and then his eagle was burned while he was flying over I think he was re- like reconnaissance over a was it Castle Black and he sort of has oh. this residual feeling it sounds like of burning like during this chapter um, from that death and he's already had like I don't know nine other animal in animal deaths um, wasn't he also burned at Castle Black so he must be is he in another body right now I, was that see i was really confused whether it was the eagle burning or and i tried to look it up i think it's Mel- the eagle burning Melisandre put like the um so the glamour and actually burned they actually burned veramir right instead of no, man was that a rattle shirt rattle shirt yeah okay okay yeah i guess he's talking about the eagle being shot down by a flaming arrow that okay. yeah that has to be it yeah, well, it's like by Mel. Mel did it. Melisandre did it. She okay. zapped oh. this poor eagle that he was using for reconnaissance. That Orel was apparently living inside. I don't. It's, it's the so most convoluted. Horrible. The poor animal. For real? For real? <laughs> I'm not sure I ever thoroughly read this prologue before. I'll be really frank with you. It had been a lot of years I waiting forgot. for a book, and I think I maybe didn't really ever read this very well. Yeah, it was probably. <laughs> I a wanted to get a read through. Yeah, and like reading it. Wait a minute, what? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I read it before I sort of, you know, because I try to do that. I try to read it first to get an impression and then Google afterwards, like the shit I don't understand. But even then it was, it was, it seems like it's, people are oh, Did you look it up? That's I a good looked idea. it up and like some people were like, some people were like he worked into, um, what was it, the one-eyed wolf? But then I looked it up and he was talking about the one-eyed wolf when he originally worked. So I think other people were confused too because I'm, you know, trying to read other people's takes on it and I'm, I was noticing errors and then I was also confused. So, <laughs> I mean, it's... Well, so- I get it because it is confusing because he's kind of jumping around from the different consciousnesses, or consciousnesses that he's been in with these all this working that he's done. And sometimes he kind of like starts talking about them without saying, Oh, I'm talking about this experience. Mm-hmm. Um, As, I mean, I always just yeah. thought my, my only thoughts about this prologue were ever, okay. So this is a way for John to survive, you know, yeah, which I didn't yeah, even yeah. think about yeah. until after I'd read the book, probably the second time. Yeah. Cause it was ex- like ex- explanation, right. Of how this. Kind yeah. Of right. I'm just That's like, this is just prologue, prologue, just because of that stuff. <laughs> and the stuff about like, <laughs> When he's like, well, you're not supposed to warg into people. And then, like, you know, the whole brand Hodor situation. Brand. Okay, like, so that's why I like this prologue. But all this other shit. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, so I, I guess mean. that you got to kind of look past that and try to get the nuggets of what information George is trying it to give us. But there's hand. just only a couple nuggets. It just keeps going <laughs> on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's just those two nuggets. That's it. Yeah. Well, I remember when we were talking about doing this, Guile was talking about, she's like, it's literally just like a horror short story that you read as the prologue and I get what she means now. Is, this is something yeah. I never noticed before. It is kind of like a horror short story. I mean, like you glossed over it, Clotho, but um, we've already had this guy eat one baby in this chapter and there will in fact be another baby. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah, I called it kind of like they were hunting them. But yeah, he was, and it was gross. It was like talking, and you know how George always has to say some creepy thing about women's breasts. So he's calling them dugs and oh, you know, like, no. oh gosh, Jesus I'm like, just Christ. please. Like, God, it's so foul that the baby is like plump babies. The baby of these wildlings <sighs> that he was chasing down and hunted and killed as a wolf. While he was working, the baby was, of course, the best tasting part. And it's just like, oh, my God, I don't need this. And then he, then he was talking about how he was like, how he lo- like, it's just so like extra. He just has uh, uh, extra stuff in there. Like he. he oh, gross. It's just and it's so visceral. <laughs> like gross. I couldn't make heads or tails of Baramir. Like, does he love what he's doing or does he feel ashamed about it? Because then at some points he's like. Like he feels conflicted about it at some points, and I'm like, "Well, you were just talking about how much you love doing this." Yeah, and the, I just yeah. that, hate, oh. that's a good point. That weirwood tree part, he says, and I'm sort of jumping a little bit ahead, but he mentions like, you know, you gave this gift to me. I didn't, you know, I didn't ask for this. Like, I didn't gonna, ask. Yeah. Like, this is your yeah. fault. So almost like he was warped because, um, and and sort of like in this, the last part of the first part that I was going to go over is he has this woman named um, Thistle that had kind of sewn up a wound that he had gotten because he was somebody else was dead and the son saw him pulling the coat off the dead mother and shanked him so he yeah. he kind of that's how he has this kind of wound and he's like he's at the end of his life and he's regretting but then it's like he's horrible because he's like yeah you see these sort of two sides and then he's regretting that he didn't take thistle's body before you know because he thinks she's left him at this point um before he dies so it's yeah, yeah there's and a lot of kind of so i'm looking now and because I was curious. Um, Melisandre won was the chapter that won, but the top two got picked, and this was the second one. At, at 22% of voters, and then the ghost in Winterfell was third with 20, and then the princess in the tower 
with 13%. So that's how we got here. Wait, wait, wait. Is Mel's chapter one, but we ended up... Yes, it, it won with 45% of votes. And then we yeah, up... we already did that one. Oh, we you did, did that one. Oh, yeah, that, that yeah, one. yeah, I totally missed that. I forgot that too, Devin. Oh, like, okay. I just want to say, I mean, like, I know many of our listeners do follow us on Twitter, but I know that we have a lot of followers on Twitter who are maybe not dedicated listeners. And I'm like, were they trying to punish us? <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, I might have night- I usually don't, but I might have nightmares. For them. And I wonder if Lot, like, you know, I'm curious now because I know she couldn't be on, but I wonder if she would have, uh, she, she likes the horror stuff. It will have to. Yeah, why is she not she- here? <laughs> This is right up into this. Yeah, I, don't I know. know. Just, I hate horror. I never watch horror movies. Oh, yeah, I don't either. Oh. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, if I'd been paying more attention, I might have realized that this is just such a setup for how fucking dark dance is in general. I mean, like, George always peppers in some pretty horrifying shit. But, I mean, there's really – I don't think any of us deny that he has definitely cranked it to 11 in the last couple of books. And it's just like – Yeah. Like, it, this is just straight horror. That's what yeah. and, and his stuff is so twisted. Like uh, this next section, with, which I'll move on to. Like he's thinking about his childhood. His so his older sister. This is extremely twisted. His older sister. She nicknamed them. She called him Lump, and his younger brother was called Bump. And they're like they're little. He's like at the right. Like it's a ripe old age of like six years old. He's warging into the family dog, and it definitely like I think there's like sort of. I got the impression. That he worked, that that's what happened. That he was jealous of Bump, so he killed, he worked into a dog. Yeah. He made the dog yeah. kill Bump, and right? Killed okay. Bump. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, because that's then what I thought. It seems like he worked out. Uh, yeah. And then his father was killing them, and he tried to work into the last one to <sighs> stop him. And he's like, but man can't understand dog talk. And that's what I was right. wondering. Like, was he like, was he trying to kill his dad, or was he trying to feel what it felt like? Like, what the hell is going on? It with seemed like he was trying to stop his dad, but I, I don't know. And then his dad kills the dog anyway, and that's like, and he's like, that's when they found out because they heard me scream. Yeah, and and like, and, and he's like, you know, all he could, and I guess if you're a six year old kid, maybe you don't know how to, pro- like. Six-year-old kids do do crazy things, and maybe that wouldn't understand. Right. I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't I mean, understand the jealousy aside. of. I don't know. Kids Six-year-olds are pretty much sociopaths anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they have parts like that. That might happen. I mean, but this is like Joffrey level. Yeah. It's really like, oh my god! And, the, and, and this that, is and worse he, than Joffrey. Then he's like sad because his mom like didn't feel bad that they handed him over i'm like oh my god can you not see as an adult why your mom handed you over to like and then like <sighs> the dude raises him so this dude hagen raises him and you know he gives himself this name veramore he commits all these even more horrible deeds and and he he like oh my god he he rapes women in the town he's killing their brothers when they come back to try to get you know family members when they try, come to try to get the women to save them I mean them. A, a legit the... serial rapist because yes. he's cutting because oh, yeah. he says he cuts their hair oh, and keeps yeah. a, a piece Keep of the their hair you're right uh, uh, are, what dude, <laughs> Jesus fucking oh, Christ god. and he has the cat like it was just so twisted too the poor animals yeah. yes the poor the animals seem like they don't want to do any of this like the snow bear is terrified of him like they're all like except the wolves i guess the wolves are sort of like into him except the wolves yeah yeah oh god and he's sort of that was sort of where i ended like he kind of like that's sort of his thing like i guess he's like gets this weird he mentions in this section like gets weird comfort out of the fact that the wolves will eat him when he dies and yeah it's kind of all levels up (laughs) 
I mean, this guy just is not right. This is how my grandma would say this. This man is not right. This man is not right. And I don't know if there's anything else that George could have added to make it worse. You know, and I'm surprised they didn't include him in Game of Thrones. You know, they love this kind of stuff. So, uh... I mean, he would have been perfect (laughs) for the show. (laughs) He would have been best buds with Ramsay. I mean, yeah, like him and Carl could have been up in the yeah that that shack up where uh, what was it the Craster's Craster's Keep with Carl. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh that fuck! I hated that. (laughs) It was hard to bring him up. He was horrible. (laughs) That was the worst. Uh, So I guess okay, and I guess the. Are we ready to move? Any other point? I'm going to move on. I can move on. Oh to the God! Last let's section. get into okay. the rest of it. Let's do it. <laughs> so he's kind of like, so he's going through. all it's kind of back and forth. He's going through all these memories. He sort of rouses himself, and I couldn't really get a feel for. Was there some kind of hut? He climbed out of the snow, the structure that kind of been snowed in, and I and I guess like you know all this time he's thinking thistles abandoned him. Um, she finds him collapsed in the snow by a weirwood tree. Um, and that was the part where he sort of mumbles at one point, you know, you did this to me. Um, he, at this point, he summons all of his strength to warg into her body. She struggles, a even grislier scene unfolds. She bites off in an attempt to, I guess, get him out of her body. She bites off her own tongue, part of it. She claws out her own eyes, trying to force him out. And he feels himself sort of, it gets all kind of woo-woo where he's like pulled out and he's, pa- and I guess maybe this is more indication of what, you know, is going through with Bran is going through like he's passing through all of nature and wildlife around him, and uh, you know, he wargs finally wargs into One Eye, um, One Eye Stalker and Sly, the three wolves. They stand on a snowy crest above a village, and this is what they see. And this is the final paragraph here: the things moved below, but did not. Things moved below, but did not live. One by one, they raised their heads towards the three wolves on the hill. The last to look was the thing that had been thistle. She wore wool and fur and leather, and over that she wore a coat made of hoarfrost that crackled when she moved and glistened in the moonlight. Pale pink icicles hung from her fingertips, ten long knives of frozen blood, and in the pits where her eyes had been, a pale blue light was flickering, lending her coarse features an eerie beauty they had never known in life. She sees me, he thinks. So... God, this is horrifying. I mean, like, okay, let's just start with the thistle thing. Who this woman has apparently like tried to nurse him mm. and keep him alive and feed him, despite the fact that he's grievously wounded. And like, his thanks to her is to fucking try to steal the rest of her life, to try to warg into yes. her and literally steal her fucking body. I can't. I can't remember the first time I read this, but I had to have been thinking because the entire chapter. It's him thinking about, like, she's left me. And so I had to have been thinking, I really hope this one doesn't oh, come back. Like, because yeah, it keeps which, she I mean, should have left really his ass. Writing, honestly. <laughs> um, but, oh my God. I mean, and yeah, that's like his thanks to her. Well, I'm just going to take your body now. Oh, and like the way that she, like, bites her own tongue off, yeah, I think she, is yeah, what he happened. Says, like, her yeah. back arches, she bites down. I mean, and, she. Yeah bites down yeah and claws her eyes out and claws her goddamn eyes out i mean that's straight up horror i mean like this is what's happening i guess because they know right they know what what does she say she says she's saying like telling him to stop like she's actively telling him he can hear like the way it's written is that they're both in there but he has no power he can just hear what 
you know, she's saying like, as get out of me or whatever, whatever it is she says. Um, and like, he even says like, I think it says he bit, she bit their tongue off or something yeah. like that. He refers to it as there at some point. Like it, Oh, because I guess yeah. most people below the wall wouldn't have ever seen anybody warging. You know, it doesn't sound like they talk about that. You know, maybe sort of, it sounds like they're aware. Like the people that are with these wildlings and groups have seen it for themselves. No, yeah. well, you know, the wildlings know. Yeah. 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 Wildlings know. I, yeah. I don't think anybody outside of the North in general would really recognize if someone was recognize what yeah. war. Yeah. However, that's just, you know, cause I don't know the show as accurately, you know, their eyes sort of get weird and yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting though, how he talks about how he immediately recognized that John was a war. John. Yeah. Cause uh, of yeah. I could sense it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he says because of ghosts, but then he's like, but another one can always tell another or whatever he says. Yeah. Well, and then he wanted ghosts. That's the interesting thing, too. Like he, But likes... Mance wouldn't let him. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he tried to. He was trying to fucking steal ghosts from John because apparently once an animal has been worked, it's easy to work. But he makes it sound like he's never even heard of a dire wolf being worked before or being a work. Right. I'm not really sure. Does the animal also become a warg? I'm not really sure about the terminology here. What it, what these, the way he describes it is like you become one, basically, particularly with wolves. He was like, you become one because um, he was like, dogs are the easiest and wolves it's are like, like a marriage. The like a marriage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You take a why you take a wolf like you take a wife like this a bond forever or whatever he says so yeah so and then it sounds like when they have that second death they call it, that once you go into the animal that eventually the person disappears or becomes part the person of disappears like, and, and then the like, animals become beast animal. sooner so, or later and i guess that's sort of like maybe giving us a timeline for how long like at some point john will disappear you know that he has to come back before he you know yeah you know when he goes into ghost or whatever i don't know and how many times does he say, does he put a number on how many times he's died? I think he, he says nine. nine. Yeah, he said nine that times. Is, he was describing. Yeah, like I I couldn't imagine wanting to keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, like that's just like being a warg sounds cool until you read this fucking chapter. And he doesn't have a lot of that. You know, I'm trying to think how the other ones sort of talk about it, but he doesn't have. He's pretty cold about being inside of them. You know, he doesn't seem like he has too much empathy. Like he seems like he likes the experience and what's happening, but he I don't get that he has too much empathy. Maybe for the wolves. He, he doesn't, doesn't fucking animals. care about these yeah, animals at all. Because yeah. yeah, like, yeah. he's like he says he goes over all the rules that Hagen gave him. And he's like, but I did them anyway. Like particularly <laughs> when he's talking about he like seems like he was waiting until the two wolves were mating and then he would jump in the woman uh, yeah, what like the way he says it is like he waits until it's already <laughs> happening and then he's like you know what let me jump in here and see what this is about <laughs> oh, fuck guy. this guy <laughs> yeah. yeah fuck this guy in particular I mean like even guy. even in the realm of A Song of Ice and Fire I mean like I'm not saying I'd rather read like an Aaron or Victorian chapter. I'm saying I might as well have read one. Might as well have read one. Oh man! Like this might be—he might be one of the shittiest guys. I mean, he's definitely one of the shittiest guys in this entire story. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking he's up there with Ram. Because I think Ramsey's pretty heinous. So he's up there with Ramsey to me. Yeah. I feel like Ramsey isn't inventive enough to think of some of these things. <laughs> he's not a war. Well, maybe if he was a war. <laughs> oh, God, that would I be mean, scary, like, yeah. 
And it's like the way that he talks about how like he was warging the the bear and the shadow cat and how they resisted and didn't want him to do it and we're literally like didn't he say at one point like the bear was bashing its head against a tree oh, or something his head yes. against a tree like yeah. trying to get him <sighs> and he even said even when he would just climb on top of the bear like not even warging it I don't think yeah. and I was just like why wouldn't the bear just kill him yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like has he bent it to his will so much that they won't even harm And him. he must have been so traumatized yes. from the burning because they took off. They escaped. They were like, we're out of here. Like, they, they were done. I wonder they if like they terrorized. saw that, like, that was their opportunity. Oh, the bear <laughs> died, though. Oh, the bear did die? Oh, yeah, they killed they, the bear yeah, after they took scared. off. That's the true. Killed, yeah. yeah, they tried to escape. Yeah. <laughs> At least the shadow cat got away. I mean, right. God, this guy. I just want to, like, punch him in the face about 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, death's too good for him. Ugh. Man. So. So anyway, hmm. thanks for making us read this. We read it. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens to like? Do, do, and I, that's one thing I didn't look up because I forget. So he he gets into a fight with his wolf. Gets into a fight with Bran or or Summer. Is that the deal or? Is that what happens? Because they kind of mention. It sounds like they're talking about he's talking about cold hands when he sees the elk with the children on its back after oh, he dies. Kind of like a future thing, yeah. But I don't fucking know. Let me see. Um, Let yeah, me I'm see. looking up Bran. Okay, it says Bran. Okay, let's see. He, okay, he meets the pack of Varamir's wolves eating the remains of the dead Night's Watch deserters after the fight with the Alpha Wolf. One Eye Summer is able to take leadership of the pack. So it doesn't say whether One Eye. I mean, if I click on One Eye, does One Eye die? Okay, he submits to Summer's pack and becomes part of the pack. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, these are just regular wolves. Yeah, because so sure he's been do have yeah. to, to a dire wolf. And if at that point he's like completely merged, you know, I don't know what the timeline is. You'd think he'd be all wolves <laughs> at that point. So, yeah. mm. Ugh. I think the show really missed out. Yeah, it's <laughs> right up their alley. Too, been, so. It, it kind of would have been badass. Like a guy <laughs> riding a snow bear. They're what, 13 feet tall? Yeah. And I could see, yeah, and I could see the scene at the end. They just didn't have the budget, yeah. you know? They were just spending all the money on the dragons. Yeah, and then they, oh, God. I know. They definitely weren't getting this. We weren't getting a shadow cat. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Dang it. Oh, well, we don't have any mail this week, right? I don't think we had anything. So, no. I guess does anybody have anything else to add? Um, Ooh. yes, if okay. I may. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody that has that is listening and has ever thought about wanting to guest, do it. Um, it's a lot of fun, and I was very nervous before the first time I did it, but all the ladies are awesome. And make it easy to talk. Um, so if you've ever thought about it and you've just been apprehensive for whatever reason, try it. Oh, that's awesome. After I just cursed them all out for making us read this. Yeah, that means a lot coming because you're one of our loyal guests. You're very reliable. And so, yeah, we, it's, that's, that's a good recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> coming from you. Awesome. So, 
you can reach us at close the door and at gmail.com on Tumblr at close the door and come here at Tumblr.com. Follow us on Twitter at door podcast. Please like review, subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Google music, and wherever else you listen. And please support us on Patreon at close the door. Um, Thanks, everyone. Hopefully, uh, I think we'll have a lighter fare coming up soon. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Uh, I guess I'm closing the door. Get out. Do you know the trigger warnings you need to come up with? Oh, God. Oh, God. What would be like infantis? Was it fratricide? Was it fratricide? If they killed it, he Every killed his brother. Every trigger warning ever. Infanticide. Infanticide. Fratricide. Animal bestiality. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Bestiality. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, I got to save that for the episode because I was going to say something. <laughs>